Welcome Queen, my name is Ezra and I am the host of She Is Ezra, the podcast. In this podcast, I am bringing to you all things spirituality, personal development, love and business. From the bottom of my heart to yours, I thank you for taking this journey with me today. Let's dive in. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay my deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is and will always be sacred dark and young land. Hi beautiful souls, welcome to another podcast episode. You are listening to Feminine Empowered the Podcast. I am podcasting to you on a late Friday night. The time is 10 45 p.m on the dot i'm in my dressing gown i've had such a big day today i've had back-to-back clients i also had a lunch with a new friend which was really lovely i had a morning swim with another friend which was also lovely um but yeah it's just been a really full-on day today and i've been doing some really deep healing work with my clients lately so it's natural that you know that obviously takes extra energy from me but This is day, I think, 18 of my 30-day podcast challenge, or maybe it's 17, 17 maybe. And I'm determined. I am determined that I'm going to podcast every single day, rain, hail or shine, whether I'm tired or not, whether I'm feeling under the weather, I'm showing up because this is a challenge that I've set myself. I'm over halfway and I'm just going to be staying consistent here. So if you are listening to this episode, it's because you are wanting to find out my five essential questions to manifesting your dream partner. But before I dive into that, I would just love to say that I, like most of my work is around women, relationships, love, intimacy, all of that stuff. So most of my clients come to me because they are having troubles around love and you know, in many cases, lots of my clients have been through quite traumatic relationships. And not only that, they're wanting to break their cycles and they're wanting to essentially become an energetic match to their partner. Now, if you don't know much about manifestation, I recommend going to another manifestation podcast. I'm not specifically focusing on manifestation. Manifestation is something that I teach my clients in my programs because I think it's a very important part of uh, living a life by design and really bringing in, I guess with the work that I do, we do a lot of deep, deep clearing out of the past, negative emotions, limiting beliefs, patterns, conditioning, but it's also really important to then at some point switch gears and actually focus on expanding and attracting and really being intentional with that kind of work. What a lot of people don't realize though who are just doing manifestation is that if you don't do the deep work, it's going to be really hard to manifest the partner of your dreams. There are some cases where uh, people meet their person at a really low point in their life. But in my experience, usually if you're at a very low, 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 low point in your life and you just keep attracting in the same kind of person time and time and time again, all the same circumstances or trauma or cycles or whatever, the best thing to do is actually to do the deep work 
and to raise your vibrations and frequency so you actually attract in someone who you desire rather than I guess the same uh, I always like to use the analogy which isn't my own but you know what happens when an animal is wounded in the wild um, it attracts predators and it's very true with people not just women but people who are wounded emotionally spiritually mentally they will attract predators it's just the way that I guess our planet is and so it's really important that if this is you that you're doing this deep work because if you're trying to manifest it's very very hard to rewire your brain just through doing affirmations especially if there's so many layers of things that need to be released so a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people start manifesting and they're wondering why they're manifesting in very, very similar events or things that they don't desire. Maybe they're not being clear enough. And something that is really important to me is helping my clients to get really, really clear on what it is that they want and desire in someone else. But the problem is, is that I never will set this task at the start of the of our work together because when you are consumed by negative emotions or if my clients consumed by negative emotions, limiting beliefs, all of the things, it's actually really hard to be clear on what you do want because you don't even know what your soul's true essence is. You don't even know what your why is. You essentially through doing the work that I do will step into a new identity and a new way of being. Everyone who works with me says they leave completely different and it's very, very true. It's very powerful stuff. And when you get really clear and you really clear out the past, what's no longer serving you, it's easy to manifest stuff. It's easy to be an energetic match to your desires because there's nothing really holding you back. I mean, there's always going to be new levels and layers and things as we move through life because, hey, that's a human experience and what can we really do about it? But the thing is, is that we want to be as clear as possible in every given moment. And so I guess that's my first message to you is that if you have been trying to manifest and you're really struggling and you really want a life partner, like you're so desiring it, like please, whether it's me or someone else, do the work because when you become an energetic match, someone will literally fall into your lap. I can hand over my heart, say that to you. If you do the work, if you do the clearing, if you commit to yourself for six months in something like my Lioness Legacy program, or I'm sure there's many other people like coaches, healers, mentors who could really help you. For me, it's just so important to do that deep work so that you're not staying in those cycles and it's also so important to be supported by someone during such a huge transition because we can't see our own blind spots so now I suppose I am going to move on to five questions that you need to be asking yourself when manifesting your life partner so the first question is what are your life partner's frustrations like your future life partner so like, what are their frustrations? What frustrates them? This is so important because it's going to tell you so much about that person. Like, think about your frustrations. Like, what actually frustrates you? And is that what you want in someone else? Like, to be honest with you, what frustrates me would be... I don't really know what I don't really feel frustrated very often anymore. I released frustration frustration from my timeline. 
I suppose I can be like a little bit impatient. I'm not very good at waiting for something. Like I like to have things pronto. <laughs> um, I suppose I really get frustrated with the world sometimes. Like I have a very big, like quite a bird's eye view with stuff. But really, like, I'm not that frustrated. But if I was to be manifesting someone, obviously, I have a beautiful partner. But if I think about what frustrates him, well, it's things that don't aren't unaligned to me. So think about what you believe, what frustrates you and think about, well, what is what is reasonable for someone to be frustrated by? Because if they have all these frustrations of things, like if things frustrate them, like let's say you manifest someone based on face value, so how they look, and then you haven't been clear about what frustrates them. Well, they might be frustrated by things that you feel really aligned with. So it's important to kind of nut out, okay, what don't they like? Because then it's going to help you get clear on, well, if they don't like X, Y, or Z, then they're probably not going to like me. Because you see this all the time where people get together on that initial spark and then when they actually get to know each other and the spark kind of dies, which is like the standard story of infatuation, what you'll find is that they actually don't like each other as people because one may frustrate the other, one may be annoyed by the other or whatever it is. So I think it's really important to be clear about this. Um, so the next question would be, uh, how does your future partner make decisions? I think this is really important. I think this is like, so by the way, guys, I've taken these five questions from a huge document that I give to my clients. So it's like a couple of like pages of questions that they have to think about. It takes them up to two weeks to actually write, like fill this stuff in. Like this is how deep I go. Like I'm giving you five questions, but I'll have to count them for you. I'll pause this actually, and I'll count them for you at the end. But I go in so deep because we need to, with manifestation, we need to be really, really specific about what we want and what we actually, and actually what we don't want and get really clear around, well, because otherwise we can, if we just focus on the positive things and we don't expect like that someone is going to have flaws, well, let's manifest the flaws so that it's not a horrible surprise. Um, so, Yes. Question two, how does your future life partner make decisions? I think this is really important. If they can't, like think about how you make decisions. Like if you can't make a decision, that's going to be really hard moving forward with someone. Like if it takes you a really long time to to actually deliberate on something, it's going to be difficult. And so is that what you want in someone else? And that's no judgment if that's fine with you. Maybe you're not really bothered, but like I make decisions really quickly like I don't need a lot of time to make a decision and I move quickly and that's not something that I necessarily expect from my partner but I would be I would be frustrated by them if they couldn't make up their mind about something in fact sometimes I am even like to my partner okay this or this hurry up make the decision because it's like in my mind I'm like it's it's wasting time by thinking of like I always say this about the 70% rule, like if you're 70% sure about something and you want to wait to 90% to be sure, by the time you get to 90% sure, you've wasted time and resources. And I realize that that's like a business mindset, but at the same time, like our life is like so precious and we just, I just, anyway, that's my personal 
um, 10 cents there. But like, how do they make decisions? Also something to think about here is like, are they checking in with their intuition? Like what influences their decisions? Oh, here we go. Is it other people who influence their decisions or can they make decisions for themselves? Because I'm telling you right now, if you're getting with some, if you're trying to manifest this, like what you perceive as a high value person and they can't make a decision or they allow other people to influence their decision-making, well, you've got a problem, you know, especially if you're someone that's really ambitious, that likes to move quickly or that likes to, you know, not have a lot of deliberation. So it's about what it's about. So this, as much as this worksheet is about manifesting, it's also about thinking about, well, what do I want? What do I value? What resonates with me? So it's not just about the other person. It's actually working out what you're willing to have in your life, positive and negative. Um, so the next question would be is, sorry, how does your future life partner communicate? Okay. This one is like the biggest one I've written here. Surely. Oh no, actually, I don't think so. All of the ones I've written here are really massive questions, but it's like, how does, how do, how do they communicate? Like, are they communicating clearly? Are they, are, are, do they have self-awareness where they can look within and, and then actually communicate what they're experiencing internally? Are they diplomatic in their communication? When they're frustrated, can they articulate their ideas in a coherent, kind, respectful manner? Are they, are they a good listener because listening is communicating? So that's really important to get clear on that because if you're manifesting all this stuff, like once again on face value, but they're a terrible communicator, well, that's going to be a problem. Most relationship breaks, like all relationship breakdowns usually come to communication. So this is like such an important thing. And maybe it's not that important to you. And if it's actually not that important to you, then that's totally fine. But if it is, well, do you want to tick off on your list that, you know, they're going to be a good communicator? But how, but go deeper than that. Like, as I said, the question, like how I, how I frame the question, like how does your future partner communicate go really deep into that. Like, what do they say? Like, when do they say, like, are they delayed communicators? So like, will they take, will they step away and will they process? And then will they come back to this situation and actually choose to communicate rather than being reactive? Like, yeah, are they a reactive communicator? So all this stuff is super important. The next question I've taken from my manifestation document for my clients is what does your future life partner like in the bedroom? So, you know, this is something, but this is also an invitation for you to think about, well, what do I like in the bedroom? You know, what makes me feel good? What, what makes me safe? Like, how do I like to give and receive intimacy? Uh, you know, how often do I like to engage in sexual acts you know, thinking about these questions, like how much do they want it? You know, <laughs> because if you're someone with a really low sex drive or perhaps you're working through your stuff or you're not really open to doing that a lot, then, well, if you're not being clear about someone who can meet you there, I mean, they might have a high sex drive, but like, are they really respectful? Are they someone who is, that's not their driving force? I have to say if you're in if you're a woman listening to this and you are in a heterosexual relationship or you are manifesting a heterosexual relationship 
I can speak about this a lot, but I'm not going to. But I just want to say to you that I personally think because men feel love through sex, it's really hard for us to, as women to sometimes accept that about them because we receive love through romance. But the thing is, is that, you know, it's important, I think, when you're manifesting to think, well, how much am I willing to give in that way? Like, where are my boundaries with this? Like, uh, you know, do you perhaps do you have any kinks even? Like, are they going to be susceptible to that? Because, you know, sex is so important. Like, it's really like you would know this already, but it's actually so important. But what's more important is not the act of sex, but it's the alignment of sex, uh, sexual fulfillment that is just so important. Um, I'm going to be speaking to this much more in a course that I'm running soon called Self Love Sundays. It's a four week immersion into self love, and we're going to cover all that kind of stuff. But it's really like these questions, as I said, obviously are for you thinking about you know, someone else and what they will bring to your life. But it's also really important to think about you and what you like. And actually, are you going to have boundaries? And are you going to be able to communicate about this stuff as well? So that's, that's number four. Um, now, number five, the final question that I've written here is how does this is also, this is actually really important. If you have had traumatic relationships in the past this is a key, a key, key, key question. And this is why I've included it in this, because this is important to get clear on. And how does your future life partner respond to conflict? Okay, we're not going to say he smiles or she smiles and that's the end of the story or they agree with me or there is no conflict because that's not the human experience, unfortunately. I wish I could sit here and say, yes, a relationship with no conflict is possible, but it's actually not possible. If you're or someone's not having conflict in a relationship, it just means that there's no communication and people aren't being honest, really. Um, so that's that. But like, how does your future life partner respond to conflict? You know, do they walk away? Do they think about it? And do they come back? Are they very patient with conflict and want to reason? Um, do they avoid the whole thing? Uh, do they uh, have like an anxious attachment? And like, you don't want to manifest. Actually, I would not encourage manifesting that. Or if it's something that you're like, oh, well, I feel like I'm a bit like that. And when we argue, it makes me go well, in the past, perhaps you've argued and it's drawn you closer to them or whatever. But I think it's really clear moving forward when you're answering this question to actually think, is my response to this reflective of old patterns and cycles that no longer serve me? So for example, when my partner and I will have an argument, it's not really an argument. It's more of a diplomatic discussion but also I feel very safe with him and I feel very calm. So if I was to manifest him again, I would say that he would respond to conflict. To be honest with you, on the very few occasions where I've gotten really upset, he goes really quiet and he's quite good at managing 
in especially in the past when I was having a harder time, like having a massive spiritual awakening breakthrough, you know, all that stuff, he, you know, kind of withdraws, but not in a way of like leaving and slamming the door and not hearing from him again. He will just kind of step back and become quiet and observe. And I can see that he really thinks about the best way to help me. And that is possible for you too. If you haven't had that before, it's actually possible, but it's so important to get clear on this stuff. So now I'm going to count how many questions I actually have in this. Okay, guys, I literally just counted. There are 57 questions across seven pages. And by the way, um, on a few of those pages, like I've left spaces like to write stuff like for yeah, there's two questions where I've left quite a bit of space. 57 questions. I just shared five with you. So you can see where it's actually so important to get really, really clear on what you want, both positive and negative. I see so many times women are like, oh, not just women. I'm sure men manifest too, but it's common with women because we love this stuff like collectively. And the thing is, is that we're focusing on vanity metrics. Like he has to be this tall. He has to earn this amount of money. He has to be, you know, he has to have baby blue eyes or he has to have, you know, big muscles. And it's like, okay, I get it. I totally get it. And I'm very fortunate that I not only have a very beautiful partner on the inside, but a very beautiful partner on the outside. But I didn't focus on the outside I actually didn't. I focused on the inside and I focused on values and I focused on who he was as a person and the way he made me feel in my relationship. And that is the most important thing. Another important thing is to just be really open because they may not be what you expect, especially if you've had cycles of the same kind of thing. I'm telling you right now, it is actually really important that you realize that if you want your life to be different, then your partner, your future life partner is going to look very, very, very different to the type of people you've been dating. And that's not saying they're better or worse, they're different and they're a different frequency. And you also, if you've been if you've been in patterns with people, you have to do the work to become an energetic match to what you desire. I'd also like to speak to something. It's come up a few times today and yesterday for me. So I feel like it's kind of relevant as well. I am noticing that particularly, I'm going to say women in Gen Z and millennial women, what I'm noticing, especially on TikTok. I've since deleted TikTok like off my phone. But when I was on TikTok, I am noticing some serious entitlement from women. I am noticing that so many people are like saying on TikTok about like a man should do everything for you and essentially insinuating that you do nothing, that you just uh, exist in his life. And it just makes me think like, what are we promoting here? We're actually promoting inequality because we're saying he has to be this tall. He has to be this rich. He has to work this job. He has to go to the gym. He has to eat good food. He has to take me out. He has to buy me presents every week. He has to do this and that and this and that. But it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Like, and I say that from a place of love, but what are you bringing to the table? Because 
If you expect all of those things with doing nothing, honestly, good luck for a sustainable, long-lasting relationship of equality. Honestly, good luck because there has to be an equal energetic exchange. And I teach this to people. There actually has to be an equal energetic exchange. And that to me sounds like a little bit like a sugar daddy, sugar baby type scenario where you're being paid and, and like that, like it, it, it's actually glamorizing. I'm just going to say it. It's glamorizing prostitution guys, that level of entitlement and doing nothing. It's not a realistic relationship. I don't believe. And that's the thing is that with this whole thing about equality, it's like we're getting lost in, oh, this is going on a bit of a tangent now, but we're kind of getting lost. Like we collectively or a portion of society are getting lost in hating men. They have to be a certain way. But like, what about the guy who's got an average job and he's working hard and he's saving for a deposit for a house And maybe he only goes to the gym three times and maybe he's on an average salary, but he's got a beautiful heart. Like it's like we're promoting this culture where we're looking for, we're all looking for a 1% person, but that person doesn't exist really because everyone has flaws. No one is going to be consistently spoiling unless you know, unless you're consistently spoiling each other in different ways, but it's not a progressive spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical connection. It's a, that's a transaction. So it's really important. And I just wanted to speak to that because it does it and it's 11, 11 right now when I'm recording this. Um, but it, it, it actually boils my blood a little bit because it's like, hang on a minute. We're meant to be going on about equality here and we're getting lost in we're getting lost in essentially now shaming men and we need to transcend that. We need to stay in our divine feminine, but we also need to add value to the relationship. And we need to, in my opinion, let go of all these old narratives of um, you know, he has to do X, Y, and Z or he's not good enough. I say to my clients, when you like tick off this sheet, this 57 questions, I want you to go through with a highlighter and mark off the things that you're absolutely like a hundred percent, like this is a non-negotiable, but then also be very aware of what you're flexible on when you're manifesting. So it's like, obviously you want, you would want him to respond, um, in a really like kind way when there's conflict, like, well, you would hope you, I would like that for you. Okay. I would really like that for you. And the thing is, is that, you know, you might have that as a non-negotiable, but there might be something else that you're more flexible on. For example, like, um, the question about in the bedroom, maybe there's a spectrum of things that you are okay with or that are within what you like. And you're a bit flexible on that, or perhaps that's not a priority for you at all. And it's not something that you're really interested in. And maybe that is a non-negotiable for you. So I'm always thinking like, okay, what we can think about our desires, but like what's a non-negotiable and what is, what are we flexible on when we're manifesting someone in? Because no one is going to be completely perfect. No one is going to 100% fit the bill in some way because they 
like my current partner, I would never have expected it because, and it just showed up in the most unexpected way and it just dropped in my lap when I least expected it. And that seems to be the way that it always works. So like you can manifest these things, but just be really clear about it and go in really deep with it. And also take some time to reflect on where you're at and what work you have to do to attract in the person that you desire. So I hope that was helpful. All of that came from a place of love. And um, if you have any questions about any of that, please send me a message. And if you would also love to work with me and and do this deep work so you can become an energetic match to the person of your dreams then I am your girl. I literally do this full time. Like this is my job. So I know that it works. I've cracked the code. It's so awesome. Also, before I go, I would love for you to leave a five star review because it supports me and it keeps me creating and sharing all this value. So please scroll down. If you're on Apple, scroll right down to the bottom to leave a review. And if you're on Spotify, it should be at the top of the podcast. All right, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day, sending you so much love to wherever you are on your journey, and I will catch you in the next episode. If you are wanting to explore your spirituality, personal development, and your relationship with love more deeply, I invite you into my world with my arms wide open. I offer online courses, one-to-one experiences, and a membership that is literally transforming the lives of many. You can find me on Instagram at sheisezra and discover more. But for now, beautiful soul, have a wonderful day.